Hey, I've been keeping those cigar wrappers. I always have. Hold on, we're not ready to do that yet. Did you not say? Well, I said, let me get started here. All right, give me just Yay, a second. Moss family, hello. Hello, all right. All right. So here we go. Okay, and we'd like to thank Dave Chaffee for that lead-in. What an incredible musician. The guy's fantastic. And hey, this episode is brought to you by Amazon. That's right, Amazon. You can give us free money just by buying stuff from Amazon. All you have to do is go to our website, www.myworstholiday.com, and click our link to the Amazon website and shop away. It doesn't cost you anything. You just get all the shit you want, and it gives us a little bit of love. You know, so, it is the Christmas season, Ma. It is. So they should go on there, use our link, and buy all sorts of cat toys and cat food. <laughs> and, no, 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 seriously. And go to, like, your local shelters and stuff. Because those poor people work on a shoestring budget. Every year I go and get a whole bunch of wet food and stuff. Oh, fuck. And I dump it on there. Me. I did. Okay. I did, you rotten bastard. <laughs> Just because you don't like cats. Because you're an uncaring human right. being. Don't support the dogs because fuck them. No, you should take care of dogs too. You know what? Use your old blankets. Bring them in there. Let the dogs sleep on them. There's all sorts of crap you can do really for free. Really? Volunteer. I, I ain't going to volunteer because I <laughs> shovel enough shit. I used to work in a pet shop. I Believe me, I shoveled dog poop for like six months. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, but you know what you can sell a whole bunch of because you smell like dog shit? Dogs. Dogs. Yeah. Yeah. Because who are you going to trust? Some slick guy who smells like cologne or some guy who smells, smells like, like dog shit? Yeah. Processed kibble. Okay. <laughs> but no, seriously. So, so, so you do know the dibbles, difference between the kibbles and bits and the kibbles and chunks. Uh, you know, there's all sorts of different uh, uh, types of dog food and stuff like that. And, and like that shit you get from certain brands uh, that are with filler. That's horrible. That's horrible. You are You are feeding your dog to poop. Get yourself... Uh, like, and I'm not, uh, though if they'd like to send me some food for cats, that'd be awesome. Like blue buffalo and stuff like that, because that stuff is awesome. It's pure protein, especially like if your animals are uh, sick. How about, uh, what is it, uh, uh, the, the stuff Burt Ward. Burt uh, Ward, yeah, with his, uh. Yeah, Gentle Giant. Yeah, Gentle Giant. Gentle Giant dog food. Like Burt Ward has like 50 dogs. Yeah, that's high protein, because, well, because those dogs need high protein, because Great Danes, yeah. uh. Holy protein, Batman! Yeah, are gigantic, lazy animals, but they need high protein to keep themselves healthy. My heard buddy's he had, got a Great Dane. Heard he had a huge cock. That's, uh, you know, he is the Great Dane of actors. <laughs> so, also brought to you by the Purple Mattress Company. There's no pressure if it's purple, and I mean that in two ways, folks. Of course, you've heard me say that before. But when you lay down on it, there's no pressure. They are a pressure-relieving mattress. The second thing is that there's no pressure because you get a hundred days to return it if you don't like it, which you're going to like it. You're going to like it. Yeah. Face it. Yep. Also, by the pillows, by the sheets, and uh, also brought to you by the Miami Cigar Bundles of Miami. 
Uh, buy all your cigars from them. Go to www.cigarbundlesofmiami. You're not going to get a better deal. I like the San Andreas uh, pigtails. They're phenomenal. I love the Maduros. I know my share of those. They tasted non-existent. Oh, there you go. I'll give you a couple. Mm. All right. Mm. And uh, go ahead and uh, introduce them. All right. Uh, today we have a screenwriter extraordinaire. Uh, and he also works for the state of California. He is not the guy who tells people to go back home. Oh. We have discovered that. Nice. Uh, Joe McGaha. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I was late today, and uh, it was horrible, and I thought it was Joe, but I didn't want to be a dick and call him by the wrong name. It's Joe <laughs> McGaha, everybody. Screenwriter. And I have, I've added him on Facebook, or Twitter already, and, uh... Uh, he's friends with Patty and... Yeah, Patty uh, and Carrie. Patty Rossborough, Carrie Caravis. Um, two uh, lovely ladies from the Two Tired Twats uh, podcast. If you haven't listened to them, then you're a fucking idiot. Listen to them. Yeah, they're way... Go listen now. They're way funnier than us. They're way funnier than us. That's right. Stop listening right now and go to them. Yes. Not really. No. Listen to us. All right. Or you can smoke a bunch of weed and listen to Eli. You, there you go. <laughs> and go ahead, Joe. Tell us a little bit about Eli, yourself, buddy. A fellow cat lover. Fellow oh, cat. and Joe is a fellow cat lover, unlike the heartless Mr. Holiday. How about we let him talk? Oh, whatever. <laughs> so, Joe, hey, let's guys, talk more cats. Uh, well, yes, that's true. I am a cat lover. <laughs> and a screenwriter. Uh, I've written for Hollywood and Hollywood state worker but state worker is kind of secondary to all that um yeah i i work for a company called the lucid films network which is actually based in the midwest out of uh uh michigan and um i i write uh dramatic screenplays and comedies usually with latin tinged characters because uh they're underrepresented at least in my part of the country there's the basically the majority but you don't see them in any movies or tv shows or anything um, yeah, and uh, so yeah, that's that's me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, man. I'm glad you're here. Thanks for coming on to My Worst Holiday. We really appreciate it. Uh, so you got some stories lined up for us? Well, yeah, I was thinking of telling the story of uh, My Worst Date, which was a pretty pretty awful time. <laughs> my Worst Date. The worst Date stories have always been, they're always fantastic. I always like to hear the Worst Date stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, back in the eighties, uh, I, I took I, to give you a little background. I was born in Spain and I went to high school there, my first year of high school. So um, I always loved Spanish movies, especially Almodovar. But they were considered pretty wild and very racy at the time. And I ran into a girl I went to high school with uh, when I was about twenty, and uh, she said she had just gotten back from a semester in France, and so she said it opened her mind up to all these new things. So I was like, oh, great. Well, you know, would you like to go out on a date with me and we'll go to dinner and, and a movie? And she's like, yeah, that sounds great. So uh, I went to pick her up, and I, I had money saved up, so I wanted to take her to a nice, fancy restaurant. But she said, no, no, no. She didn't feel comfortable with me spending that much money on her, so she insisted on us going to In-N-Out, which was fine at the time. In-N-Out Burger is the most popular burger in Southern California pretty much and it's starting to become stretch out to the Midwest not the Midwest but it's you know I think there's one in Texas now but um so we had burgers and then we went to downtown LA to watch the movie and um we were walking through downtown LA and I used to go into downtown LA every weekend and so I would see the homeless people all the time and they would beg for money 
So there was this one lady that I saw. She was always begging for money, so I, I would give her some cash, you know. But I saw her every weekend, so we knew each other. So I didn't have that much cash, so I said, you know, I had these twenty. So I said, could you do me a favor and could you break a twenty? And she said, oh yeah, baby, I got you, you know. And she like gave me change, and I said, just keep a five. The girl was horrified that I asked for change from a homeless person. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's amazing. That is. I'm gonna give you some. I ain't gonna give you a fucking all. It was terrible. Hey, twenty bucks was a lot of money back in the eighties. <laughs> in the car all the way home. Next thing you know, Bob Barker's telling him to spay and neuter him. <laughs> say liberal Europe is but in some ways they're very to them nudity is not a big deal because it's on TV topless at least it's not it's on TV on oh, the commercials you see the it, commercials you, there's nudity in the commercials you, like it's just so for you go, you go to a beach and it's nothing you know we went uh, when I was a kid I went to Europe oh, and uh, me and my family and love it and uh, we went to a beach, and the first time we saw someone like totally strip, our teacher's just like, oh, no. <laughs> you know, and, and all of us, you can tell all the Americans because all their jaws are like, you know, the jaws dropped open, yeah. folks, for you people listening no, they can't, there. They cannot see the yeah. through the microphone. But, you know, we are all uh, just staring, going, you know, I, I never want to move. Boobies! Boobies, yeah. boobies, 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 Yeah, we all high-five <laughs> each other. Then they called us dirty, filthy Americans, well, and we agreed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and they were right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when, when I lived in Spain, there was a commercial, and it was um, a baby being lifted up to the camera, and then a breast coming down to the camera, and slowly they come together. And, and the whole thing was a commercial for formula saying, you know, if 
this is the best thing for your baby. But if you can't give him that, then give him this, you know. But um, I used to watch that one over and over again. <laughs> yeah. If you can't have a tit. Yeah. Simulac. This is this is the <laughs> breast commercial ever. The breast commercial ever. <laughs> I got a million of them. <laughs> I had another bad date actually, um, but it wasn't bad for me. I just knew it was gonna be bad, so I kind of ruined it for the girl. And we're still friends, so it wasn't super terrible for her. But um, basically, it was around that same time. And I was just kind of not not doing very well. So I, I invited this girl out and I said, where do you want to go? And she said, wherever you want. And I said, well, how about the mall? And she's like, any place but that. So I took her to the mall. And, uh, You're smooth. <laughs> nice. We're walking through the mall. I know what women like. Yeah, exactly. I got a small penis and I get off really quick. <laughs> I know what they like. <laughs> exactly. I was just, it was like bizarro world. So, um we walked to the mall and everything was closing so we decided to leave and then the doors only opened out but I pretended they opened in so I pull and I pull and I'm like oh god they already locked us in you know and I'm freaking out pretending to freak out and she's like we gotta get out of here you know and then I opened the door ha 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 you know and, um, and then we went to Fuddruckers and there she hated the way they always do birthdays where they have the person you tell them it's their birthday and they come over and they do happy, oh. happy birthday well, yeah, well, Jill, that's only because it's awful. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I did. I told him it was her birthday. And they came over and did the whole thing. Um, well, you're a smooth one. Pretty... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when I was driving her back to her place, because she was like, why don't you just take me home? I said, is, is my driving scaring you? And she said, no. And I said, how about now? And I swerved. <laughs> and there was a cop behind me who pulled me right away. <laughs> Nice. And he had a, nice. Uh, an explorer in the car with him. Yeah, so they, they stood me up and he said, you know, have you had anything to drink? And I said, no. And he's like, really? And I said, yeah, yeah I'm positive. And, and so he, the cop goes uh, and he's like moving his finger around my face and he says, follow my finger wherever it goes. Even if it goes on your nose. Boop, and then he poked me in the nose. And then he, he laughed to, it, to the explorer and he said, are you sure you're not drunk? And I said, yeah. And he said, are you positive? And I said, yes, sir. And he said, me too. And he shook my hand and let me go. Nice. But she, and that was, that was bad for me, but she was really mortified. So that was definitely the end of that night. But <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm taking it you didn't get a kiss from her good night either? I did not. <laughs> Damn. This guy can't catch a break. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. everywhere but I yeah yeah and I also had I wasn't you know because I was in California I wasn't super popular because all the popular kids were buff and tan and drove a really nice car and I was skinny and pale and drove a Datsun B210 which I was only able to drive on weekends so it was not it was not a great scene for me <laughs> and 
Yeah, I spoke Spanish, but nobody gave a shit. It was not an, an interesting thing at the time. It just made me weird. You were huge with gardeners, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I'm back with getting a blowjob from Felipe behind the bush, but, you know, what, oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope nobody writes in about that one. That guy could cuddle on, I'll tell you that Believe right now. Believe me, we have had a lot worse things. Ask Hank. <laughs> Hank has five worse things. <laughs> yeah. you, there you go. Yeah. I, 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 if you've ever listened to the episode, it's called Elbow Deep. Uh, you'll know how uh, depraved this uh, podcast can actually be. So uh, I've decided awesome. that Hank is my spirit animal. <laughs> Hank is my Australian spirit animal. <laughs> We would have so much chlamydia if we hung out. That's awesome. All your screenplays, do they end up where the guy doesn't get a kiss at the end of it and you're just like, ha! <laughs> happened to someone else! <laughs> By my hand. <laughs> yeah, they always end up with the guy barking while she's hopping out of the car. Actually, um... One of the screenplays that I have is a comedy, but it's really dark. It's a, it's an American guy who's out of luck, uh, divorced, lost his job, about to be evicted from his apartment, hmm. and he finds out he won a trip for two uh, to the Mexican Riviera. So he goes to Mexico, but he doesn't have a girlfriend, so he invites the girl from the 7-Eleven because he's an alcoholic. She says yes because she's in a desperate situation. They go down there. They spend the night together. In the morning... She accuses him of rape because she says she's a sex addict and an alcoholic, and he took advantage of her weaknesses. Um, so he runs out to the street thinking that the cops are looking for him. He's got no money, doesn't speak Spanish, um, and he's freaking out, and he's got to figure out how to get money to get back to L.A. So he starts selling drugs, and uh, the hilarity ensues. <laughs> <laughs> he's at his worst. Boy, that first half of that description, I'm like, oh, boy. That sounds well, like Jay. Is he from Illinois? Is he? Do <laughs> oh, you have somebody that happened to? Uh, in one week, <laughs> I had my 20-year-old cat put down. I got fired, and my wife left me. Made it for a great podcast, but not a good week. Maybe you want to take some notes. That could be a pretty, pretty good story. Maybe a screenwriter would like to hear that kind of a story. <laughs> I, wink, wink. Yeah. Nudge, nudge. Yeah, I'll either, I'll, I'll, I could write a country song about it. Or, um, yeah, I, I, uh, I actually My was man. dumped by a fiancé who left me 25 grand in debt. Um, yeah, once I was out of money, the feeling was gone, so that was pretty brutal. Um, but yeah, she kept all our cats too, and she kept our fish, and our fish died within a week because she didn't feed them. So, what are you going to do? I was, wait for, I was waiting for you to say Ta-da. the cats ate them. <laughs> the circle of life. You know, I, I always see those Sally Struther commercials, please feed these children. And then I turn around and I see the commercials for the, please feed these dogs. And to me... The problem's right there. The the problem solution is right there. Yeah, yeah. Feed the dogs to the kids. 
Oh, okay, we can go that way. Yeah, I'm just saying that's just a, it's a it's an idea. We can go that way. I, I mean, a lot of countries they eat they eat dogs in a lot of countries. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Uh, I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure Sally Struthers ate a couple dogs. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's a fact. We're just kidding, Miss Struthers. Those views are Mr. Holidays and Mr. Holidays only. In case for some reason you're listening to this crap fest. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna take a minute. I'm gonna do some shout-outs to some folks who's uh, been listening to us here. Uh, guys, I, I try. I can't give shout outs anymore, like during, because too, too many people are listening. Um, Blake really- Levitan from the Noise Pollution Podcast. Love you, brother. Uh, we got uh, Mike. Mike from something. <laughs> okay, Mike. <laughs> Mike. Uh, James uh, Chardonnay. I don't. I'm not sure. Schrader. I don't know who he is. Jim Schrader. Jim. Oh, yeah. Jim Schrader. Okay, hey, Jim. Uh, my sister Mindy and Denault, our biggest fan. Uh, Essa Worley. Don't know who that is. Thanks for joining us, Chick. Uh, Jason Dem and Blunt Mommy from the Blunt Mommy podcast have joined us. Blunt Mommy, how are you? Ryan Corn's also joined us. How are you, Ryan? So, just want to do a couple shout outs. We'll do a little bit uh, a little bit later. Tonight, we have uh, Joe Magaha. He's a screenwriter out of LA and uh, also works for the state of California. So, all right, we'll get back to Joe. And Joe's funnier than us. <laughs> And, and he gets the, he gets to work the catapults on the border. Oh oh yeah oh yeah oh okay so uh, what, what? he is a catapult technician. He's not a catapult technician. It sounds way cooler. The only thing he catapults is if he grabs his cat and swings it around and throws it. No, he would that's never a, do that. That's a catapult. But he would catapult an illegal over the border. I don't think that's true. In Donald Trump's America, he would. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> so well, well, welcome back, Joe. Everybody knows it's sand over there. I have watched plenty of uh, cartoons. It's all sand over there. Mm. It's a soft landing. Mm. But don't they have cactuses? I mean, isn't it usually? <laughs> well, if they, you hit it right, it'll bend and flick them right back over. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like a trampoline. Yeah. Yeah, it's like docu- I've watched those documentaries. Oh. Huh. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah. So what? Uh, so is, is so that one is that oh, the yeah. the last one is that is that the last one you've been working on? Is that the dark comedy or are you? Uh, what other irons have you got in the fire? Um, I have another one that's in Cuba. It's a it's a murder mystery that takes place in Cuba in the nineteen fifties. It's an LA cop who finds out his brother was murdered in Havana, and he flies out there. And that one's a drama. And uh, it, it's uh, it's pre Castro. It's kind of that time. Around the time of uh, like uh, the Godfather Part Two, you know, when when they were had all the casinos, the, the mafias involved, and yeah, uh, a lot of beautiful women, except So that should be a fun one, actually. And we, I was hoping to shoot in Cuba, but it looks like most likely we're going to shoot that in Puerto Rico, um, just because it's still well because of the embargo, and also because there are incentives in Cuba. You can get I think over forty percent, um, which is all about. I mean. You make your money back any way you can. So, <laughs> do, do you have a lot of your? But yeah, that's a good one. Do you have a high percentage of your screenplays get made into movies? Actually, no. Um, they're they're in production.
attention right now. Um, I've I've been working with a few different companies. I had a company. Uh, I was telling Jay that was optioned that optioned my script years ago when I first started writing and in San Diego, and she never got it produced because she wasn't able to get the financing for it. But I ended up making about five grand off it. So, uh, what are you going to do? My buddies who are screenwriters told me. A long time ago, it doesn't matter if it's produced or not, as long as their check clears, keep keep taking the money. But we're looking really good on these because um, uh, my producer has some investors, both local and abroad, and uh, uh, we're we're feeling really good about it. I, we were at the American Film Market last month and met with some people about pre-sales and distribution as well. So it's just all about locking things down. But really, that's why anybody can make a movie if you have the money. It's all about the cash, you know. That's why there's so many shitty movies out there. I, but, uh, if we can get it, which, which I, I do a lot of horror conventions and stuff. I'll go to them. And, and uh, the last one, uh, oh, I forget his name, um, but he he gets movies made, and I can see why because uh, probably he spends what you get paid. You got paid for your first screenplay. And yeah. that's the whole movie. Yeah. And, uh, but you know, I mean, that's the genre. I mean, he's got his own production company. It's probably more than that, but. Well, and Joe, Joe and I were talking earlier. He's like, well, you know, I only got paid $5,000. And in my mind, I'm like, holy shit, you got paid $5,000? Yeah. I'm like, fuck yeah. I'll take that for writing something. You kidding? Just me sitting around with my dick in my hand writing something? Like getting five grand for it? Fucking A! I'm, uh, I'm down! You know, though, you listen to a lot of screenwriters, and a lot of them are older when until their first stuff hits. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You gotta, yeah, you gotta make your bones. You know, but once you hit that... Yeah, even, I mean, What's that? Oh, I was, I was just saying, even Dead, like the guy who, uh, who wrote The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, I don't think the movie came out until after he was dead. Of course, that, you know... Cancer's cancer. What are you gonna do? Steve Larson. But, uh, his book well, was that the was well was that the was that the American version or was that the actual uh, Swedish version? Because the Swedish version. The Swedish like, version. Yeah, because I watched that and that was that was fucking phenomenal. I you in my mind's eye, I don't even see subtext. Like I don't even see. It's like that good. It's like Pan's Labyrinth. You know. Yeah. Like you don't even remember. Like in your mind. Your mind already put that in English. You know, uh, uh, you know what else was really good, uh, and it's like a Norwegian movie originally was Insomnia. Oh, yeah, Robin, well, Robin yeah. Williams and Al Pacino remade it, and that was really good. But the uh, the original version, it's subtitled, but boy, it is just amazing. Oh, I, I read the the book that they made after the movie. Yeah, not amazing. Not amazing. You, I don't understand though. Like the girl with the dragon tattoo, they made the first movie. Yeah. And there's three books, and then they just totally disavowed the other two. I was waiting for well, the next two to come out because the first movie was good. Yeah. Well, they they they've just released. And then they the... skipped it and went to the fourth. Oh, went to the fourth. Uh, someone else. Uh, yeah. it, it's like the Bourne books. Once that dude died, someone else started writing them, and uh, they're okay. Yeah. Oh, Ludlum. Yeah. Yeah. So if we do, I'll let you know, too, because uh, you can say you were there way back when and you were one of the first, besides Carrie Caravas, who always called me Magaga. So 
I want to be. I want to be outside of the Chinese theater um, when you're uh, when you're walking down the aisle, man. I mean, I want to be there with you. I want to. Of course, you know, I have known you for upwards around a half hour now, so I can see where your you'll, loyalty to me would be. Uh, you'll probably want to cast us. Yeah, you probably want to cast us after that. I don't, point. I don't need to be a lead. No, uh, I do. I just need enough for no, a No, I definitely need a lead. I just need to make I enough for a lead. I've got to be a lead. No? Look, look, and I'm not working for fucking scale. I'm telling you right now, I, I'm not fucking working for scale. I just need to start to be a character actor. I don't, I don't know what SAG is. To me, that's my ball sack. But uh, I, I want to be part of it. Yeah. I was going to say, if you guys can make your way out here, pay for your meals in your hotel room, and uh, basically do it for free, I would, I would love to have you guys on board. I'm in. <laughs> Deal. Yep, yep, we're there. <laughs> See, we're not doing it for scale. <laughs> we're doing it for less than scale. Less than scale. Scales of justice turn. Well, you know, like, uh, uh, Kathy Griffin got her SAG card because she was in a commercial for, uh, like, the White Sox or something like that. Oh, really? Yeah, like, when she was 10. Really? And she had enough screen time in that commercial that she got a SAG she card. She got a SAG card. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then she totally blew up her career. Uh, uh, hey, Alex uh, Harada from uh, Bundle, Cigar Bundles of Miami has joined us. One of our favorite companies. I, I bumped you. I uh, gave you guys a plug at the beginning of the show. You'll have to listen to it. So, and, and I reminded him he's not sharing the sport. I'm not Alex. sharing the cigar. He's not sharing them at all. He's, I'm an asshole. He's a son of a bitch. But I like you. I so, I like them about one every six months. Is that right? Um, if you haven't, if you haven't had, uh, go on to uh, go to uh, uh, Cigar Bundles of Miami and order the uh, San Andreas Pigtail Maduro. They're phenomenal. He also has triple wrap. You, you should see the cigars this guy makes. They're they're phenomenal. I like Maduro's. They're, they're so cool looking. Uh, I can't even make up like how cool they are. They're they're just amazing. I'll tell you what. Uh, hold on for a second. Uh, Jay, you go ahead and talk to Joe here. I'll be right back. Oh, look, he's all excited about cigars. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see how he is, son of a bitch. <laughs> so what got yeah, you... I'm all about cigars. Were you always uh, into writing? I mean, what got you into screenwriting? Actually, I I was... Uh, I tried to be an actor when I back in the 80s, and then I had, like, panic attacks at auditions and stuff, and... Uh, ended up, if I could go back in time, I'd send myself to therapy, but back then, I thought I could just power through it, and then I just ended up, uh, partying a lot, but, uh, I started writing, I, I always loved films, and I've always been a big film buff, so, um, when I got that one script from a buddy of mine, um, and he just wanted me to check out the Spanish, it just got a bug in my head, I was like, I, I can do this, so, I, and it was hard at first, but, uh, you know enough when you've watched enough movies, you kind of know how the structure is supposed to go. And that's what these producer friends of mine kind of kicked my ass, but taught me about paradigms and character arcs and how basically a film is like a three act play, you know, with a beginning, middle and an end. And, and you have to kind of uh, bring it all together. And then, the, but you kind of figure stuff out after a while and you realize that about the 27th page that something's supposed to happen to change the, the, way the the story goes and you know that instinctively when you watch a movie and if it doesn't happen you're like what the fuck because basically uh a movie it's about a minute a page so like 27 pages in would be about 27 minutes in 
And if something doesn't turn around that time, you kind of wonder, you know. And so most movies have these formulas and these formats, and they say there's like only really 12 stories that they keep telling over and over again. But I kind of just learned that instinctively because I was such a big film buff. I used to watch movies and and know them by heart, like The Godfather, Godfather Part Two, and um, just tons of movies back when I was younger. And now I misquote them because my brain's all jumbled. But back then I could just boom, 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 throw it all out there. So that's what kind of made me want to write because I was like, and I I watch crappy movies and it pisses me off. So I was like, I'm going to start writing something that I would want to see on the screen. That's why I started podcasting. Like uh, I started listening to, like I listened to a great podcast called The Dollop, which is really funny. And by the way, this is uh, one of the cigars that this guy makes. Check this out, Joe. Nice. Yeah, those that's the triple wrap. Look at that. That's a work of I art. You're holding up one in, in one of the pictures on the on the Facebook page right around the website. Yeah, yeah. It looks because it looks like a can or got the X X's across it or whatever. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, like, is that real or is that? No, it's real. Yeah, no, it's real. That, that, that's what they make down there. And so anyway, uh, the reason I got into podcasting, hey, Mark Modinger's uh, joined us. Um, the reason I got hey, in, is, I was listening to um, like the, the dollop, which is hilarious. And this is back in the early days. And, uh, and then I, they, they started giving me recommendations of other funny ones. And I was listening to them. And I'm like, oh, we're, I, I kind of like my, uh, my, my funny with humor in it. And I, I don't see where any of the humor is. Like, they, they just all sucked so bad. Like, I was sitting on my lawnmower mowing the lawn, and I'm like, fuck this. I'm getting a microphone and a mixing board, and I'm going to fucking have a podcast. Two turntables and a microphone. Two turntables and a microphone. And then I grabbed a J, and then that's... <laughs> I was his first guest. I just never left. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, same, same, but yeah, same thing, man. Same thing. It's like... Yeah, it just there's just so much bad out there, and in your mind you're like, I I've got to be better than this, you know? I I've got to be better than than the tripe that 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 we're listening to. Exactly. Yeah, that was pretty much it. I mean, because I saw so many crappy films, and also I'm kind of tired of what Hollywood's doing now because it's all. I mean, I'm fine with the comic books and superheroes and all that, but it's like, is that all you do? And then reboots, you know, it's like they don't take any risks anymore, the oh, studios. The reboots. So you got to go independent, you know? What the fuck were they thinking redoing <laughs> Ghostbusters? Well, you know. The way they did it. Yeah, well, I, the, I, the way they did it was horrible. I don't know. You know, I, I it, it was. They should have spent the money and had Murray and Aykroyd and sort of passed the baton on. And I think, I think the fan base would have accepted that. If, like, those guys are just old, you know, and, and film them doing one last thing. We're so tired. We yeah. need to retire. And then Ernie, Hudson, just... Ernie Hudson needs work. <laughs> you know? Nice, very nice man. I've met Ernie Hudson. I've met Ernie Hudson a couple times. A really nice man. Uh, and, uh, you, you know, and then pass the baton on to those girls. He needs, he needs work. Something tells me Ernie Hudson's doing okay. Yeah, he might be okay. The residuals might get him by. Well, between that, he was in The Crow as well. So. Oh yeah, The Crow. That's right. He's been a lot. He was in a lot of stuff. Oh, The Hand that Rocks the Cradle. That was a great yeah, movie. Yeah, Rebecca yeah, De Mornay's tits. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. oh. Whatever happened to her? Probably he has like three or four kids, and her body went to shit. I ate her. <laughs> Yeah. Easy to oh, she look like her dad. Oh shit! You know her dad was Wally George. 
George. I hope she didn't inherit his looks as she got older. Do you know who that is? I know who Wally George is. I Did just I can't play. What is it? Um, Rebecca DeMornay's dad was this right-wing pundit. Wally George had like a shock show in L.A. He had this flash of white hair, and he was crazy, and he would just get into arguments with people on his show. Um, and uh, he was not a great-looking guy, so I hope she didn't end up looking like him. But <laughs> what are you going to do? I doubt if she did. She uh, she was uh, delicious. Yeah, she had a pretty good start, so. Mm. Yeah, uh, Risky Business? Yeah. Yeah. You know, but everyone's hot when they're 20. Yeah, exactly. Well, not us. Except for us, no, yeah. No, we, we were. weren't. We were horrendous. Look, I bet Joe was a good-looking motherfucker back then. Uh, now we all look like catcher mitts. Yeah. You know, so. I, I, what are you going to do? But then, yes, there, you know, it's like. Except for Joe. Joe's a good-looking motherfucker. Yeah, Joe in a dream. Yeah, it's, oh, it's yeah. Oh, that's better. What, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> and that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> you know, though, I go to the gym and I see all these 20-year-old guys in there just working out and they have these huge muscles. Then they'll go to McDonald's and eat and I'm like, you sons of bitches. I'm going to drink me a protein shake and eat Something I really don't want to eat. <laughs> you rotten bastards. You're eating a Big Mac, aren't you? No, I'm poor. I'm eating, like, eggs. Yeah, exactly. Hey, eggs. Uh, eggs are great for you. Eggs but, are great, yeah. Yeah, they're back to being good for you again. Well, which is good news, because I can eat eggs. Yeah, six months from now, uh, the uh, Board of Health will say that they're bad for you, so you'll have to go six months. But I did, I did see on the Internet, because I love the Internet, um, people who drink whiskey tend to live longer and so i'm gonna live forever because apparently i drink a lot of whiskey i am not mm. I, I you know what i hear people with genetics because all my family lives to be like mid 90s so there's a good chance i am too mm. yeah the men in my family don't live like that but they didn't drink whiskey like i do You know, my, um, my dad but, uh, actually, uh, you see those yeah. commercials? If you were, uh, saw, had asbestos in your life, yeah. please Meso call us. Yeah, mesothelioma. My, mesothelioma, that's what my dad died from. Which they, is just fun they, to say. Yeah, they traced it back to the Navy. Oh, did they? Yeah, and my mom's like, I'm so worried. What if they don't give them full benefits? I'm like, trust me. They're you're going gonna, to you're give gonna get full, full benefits. Because they don't want you to join a lawsuit and sue them and get millions of dollars. And they did pay, and they took really good care of my dad. Hats off to the government and the Navy and stuff. Took good care of my dad up until the point where he died. So. Oh, that was good. That's good. Yeah. There's a feel-good story for all feel, you kids. Feel-good story. There's your mesothelioma feel-good story we, of the year. We had serious. See, kids, dreams do come true. We had serious cat talk earlier about uh, <laughs> about taking care of them in the shelters. You know, and go adopt a few. <laughs> Who doesn't want a goddamn kitten under the Christmas tree? 
or more than likely up in the more than likely up in the Christmas tree. Up in the up in the Christmas tree. I love kittens, uh, but they turn into cats. I, love cats, yeah. I want to get a Siamese cat. Cats are awesome. And, and yeah, they, they they are not. This is a misconception. Uh, no, they're not. They, and I want to get one of those really big cats. But they say that a high percentage of those, once they oh, get a chance, yeah. once they Maine get a chance, no, 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 no. It's the uh, they look like they're just a step from being a uh, like a bobcat. I mean, I had one of those. Huge. I had one of those. I had a cat that it, that's a, its head was its head. I'm not shitting you. Was was a was softball. It was bigger. You remember the mush balls? Yes. In in high school, that they they'd have you hit. It was like. It was that big. The cat's head was that big. It was a fucking monster. But the, and when it got outside, it got feral. When uh, it, when you put it back in, it was fine. But outside, if you got near it, it would fuck you up. Well, they say those really big ones, especially if they're not clawed. Yeah. Or if they're they have their claws. Yeah. They'll get outside and they're off like a shot. You lose like forty yeah. percent of them into the wild because they're big yeah. enough that you know they're. Uh, oh yeah. Some of the predators for them, they're bigger now. Yeah. They, they're, they're, we called it McGruff the Crime Kitty. Yeah, and it was the meanest, biggest son of a bitch. It was like it looked like a bobcat. It, like it, I thought it was part bobcat. I love when vegans have cats because cats are the biggest killer of small carnivores. Game. Yeah, yeah, they're the biggest killers of small game yes. in the world. Yeah, you know, right? Well, they need there's some kind of oh. that cats need. I knew some people that vegans like tried to make their cats vegetarian too, and they can die because cats need. Something that's in the meat too. There's like yeah. an enzyme in meat, so they, they have to have a meat diet. They should not <laughs> eat. Cats. They should not eat any vegetables. They are a protein Savannah only. Dogs can, cats. dogs can eat uh, vegetables and all that shit, but cats, they're they're pure protein. No, there's actually there's there's entire uh, species of birds that's gone now because of the feral cat population. Yeah. You know who else eats birds? Deer. Deer? Deer, uh, they had a, uh, like, put a net up or something, and birds were getting caught in it, and they have videos of deers just going up and eating the birds that are trapped. Huh. Yeah, enjoy that. Huh, who knew? Want to hear about... Did you know that there's 40 subspecies of aardvark? And when they run out of ants, they actually eat squirrels? Take this, Paul Somo. (laughs) Suck it. (laughs) We're just throwing out... Paul Somo from the Varmints Podcast. (laughs) If you're not watching Marmots, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, but you're learning from us now. Exactly. Our is really random. We're covering I all make the up animals. all my facts, so we don't know no, that no, for sure. I know this is actually real stuff. Yeah, I know what you're saying is true. What I'm saying is yeah. bullshit. Yeah. You'll have to have Schrader on, and he can tell us about cat facts. Because Schrader did a thing where he was texting my ex-wife at one point. Oh, the cat all, facts, yeah. All sorts of cat facts to her. Yeah. And telling her, if you would like this to stop. <laughs> and she's at work in a factory, oh so she God. can't get to her phone all the time. It was awesome. She called me up. I I didn't even have anything to do with it. She walks home. She looks at me. She goes, "You're an asshole." And she was right. But. Well, you'll have to tell everybody. Well, what they did is they kept sending cat facts to his wife and said, "If you need them to, if you need, you're, you're going to be start getting charged." Please, no. If you want this to stop. Text uh, WXRZ. Okay, so she'd do that. Thank you for, for wanting more cat facts. And then she would give more. And, and then it got more progressive what they had to text in. So finally it's like, 
If you would like this to stop, please text in 4X374938227432 xyyz <laughs> And she's texting in all this stuff. <laughs> Thank you for joining Cat Facts. You'll be charged five dollars for yeah. every Cat Facts from now on. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going ape shit. That's awesome. And then she called and Jim lost and Jim something. He dropped his phone or something and broke the phone. Yeah. And he lost because he kept that voicemail for like two years of her calling just motherfucker him. <laughs> you motherfuckers better not be charging me. I will kill you. <laughs> All right. Okay, Joe, uh, the floor is yours again. Uh, go ahead and tell us a little bit more about yourself. About and, your kitties. Yeah, about your kitties, about your screenplays, and uh, especially if, you, if you've got anything coming out. Um, uh, here, here's the thing. If you have anything coming out, drop it on our Facebook page. Yeah, we'll, okay. We'll, okay. We'll yeah, more than everything. Yeah, we're, we're, uh, we, have a, we have a movie that's to be shot this coming year that's called Season of Rage. It's an action dark thriller. And if anybody's interested in getting involved in it, uh, you can go to www.elusivefilmsnetwork.com or you can email me at joe at elusivefilmsnetwork.com if you want to be work work for the team or if if you want to invest as well because we're into all that. But yeah, um, a little bit more about me. I was born in Spain to American parents. Um, grew up both here and there. Uh, I grew up partly in Claremont, California, which is a college town. My dad was a professor at Pomona College for 30 years, uh, and that's what brought us out of here. My family's from Texas, though, originally on my dad's side, and on my mom's side from Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, but yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I look completely about as close to albino as you can get, but I speak Spanish fluently, and um, I, I go to Mexico regularly. I was at the... You should see this Caucasian motherfucker. You should see this Caucasian motherfucker. Yeah. He's three tattoos I mean, away from playing an Aryan in a prison movie. Yeah. They look at me and they're like, oh, you and me, boy. Yeah. <laughs> you and Ed Norton. Yeah, my wife gets scared when I... How are you not Nas? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, how are you not Nas? <laughs> Yeah, and the crazy thing is I have Chinese cousins, Mexican cousins, German cousins, and Russian cousins. I told Uh, you the fucking melting pot works. That's right. And now he keeps him out of the country. Mm. (laughs) It's the border. uh... Oh, whatever. So anyway, uh, and so uh, they can find you at el- el- elusivefilms.com, and you got a movie called Season of Rage. Network. Network. Okay, Elusive Films yeah, Network. Yeah, He's gonna misspell it anyway. So you're gonna. Com. Your best bet would be to drop all that stuff on our page yeah. because he's gonna fuck up the spelling. Dot swallows dot com. Okay. I, I will do. Let me see here. Uh, com. Boom. <laughs> I just uploaded it. Sweet. <laughs> All right, and as always, 
You can find us at MyWorstHoliday.com. You can email us at MyWorstHoliday at gmail.com. You can hear us on Stitcher. You can hear us on TuneIn. You can hear us on iHeartRadio. You can hear us on 97.9 PowerCast Internet Radio. Every Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Joe, you'll be on there as well. Um, uh, Some shout-outs to Tire Twats. Uh, As always, uh, Blake Levitan, the... uh, (laughs) Damn it. Noise pollution? Noise pollution podcast. Bickerbots. Uh, <laughs> Man Brain Podcast. Dave um, Chaffee. Dave Chaffee. Eli. Blizzard Eli. the Wizard and the Not So Crazy Podcast Kendrick with Eli. And John. You know, check out uh, Kendrick and John's uh, stuff on YouTube. Small Town Mentality and uh, Spoiler Country. Spoiler Country. Check out their stuff on YouTube. Uh, Exactly. Tetrabyte. Uh, uh, Bones and Tubs. Uh, Tons and tons and tons and tons and tons. Red Hall. Red Hall is gone. Thank goodness. And uh, and some 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 of the good ones I've been listening to was the World War II podcast, which is fantastic. Uh, Of course, History Tales of the Old West. Okay. Stellar. I need to start listening to that. Um, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History. If you're not listening to that, wow. Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan is not one that I'm going to... Joe Rogan's awesome. He's... Yeah, okay. That's it. Uh, the poor guy needs promotion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for Joe. You know? Let's, uh, let's give him a tax break, too. All right. And from a room next to my bathroom in my basement, this has been My Worst Holiday. Thanks, everybody. Adopt a cat. 